0: What would you say is like what are some of the differences between like the sales process of selling a car and selling life insurance
1: cars it's like a lot more i mean you could sell seven policies in a day so it's like just you can just boom boom 10 policies 20. it's all virtual so you got to think like 30 minutes a average zoom sit just 30 minutes to an hour you have 12 hours in a day if you yeah. plan your day out right you could get 12 and make the same amount like per deal yeah but cars it's like i think i set the daily record at uh, the car dealership i did five cars in one day yeah like my head was spinning and it was everything lined up perfectly like i had two of them pre-approved the day before and they already drove the vehicle they're just coming to sign paperwork yeah um and then i had like Three or four other I deals I do something up.
0: like that with life insurance. Like the puppy dog clothes. Take it home. Yeah. You know, take exactly. it home for an hour. Take it home for a day. Try it out. You know what I mean? But with life insurance, like how that's, the fuck are you going to try it out? That's the
1: only hard part. I was going to say, if I had to compare the two, it's like there's nothing tangible. Yeah. So it's
0: like, hey, go get in a bad car accident and have a near-death experience. Yeah. Try it out. <laughs> 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 All right. Another episode of Adversity Kings. Special guest. One of my brand new MGAs, Nate Fromm. How old are you? Uh, 20 years old. 20 years old. And what do you do for work? I sell life insurance. Sell so life. How long have you been doing it?
1: Uh, about going on five months now.
0: Five months. And then how much did your team do in sales last month?
1: Roughly 50,000 in sales last month. So how did
0: you do that so quickly?
1: I just did what you told me to do. Built a team. Yeah? Yep.
0: And uh-huh. then you guys working hard? Like what, what are the details?
1: Cast a division and we know what it takes to get there. And so we're just going to put
0: in the work to get there. Dope. Dope. So so I wanted to share that with you guys. Hope you find some value in that. This is not the end of the podcast, but I wanted to share a minute of value with everybody. We'll throw that out there. So Nate was the top MGA out of like all of our, we got 10 MGAs. We have 10, 10 general managers out here essentially in Chicago and uh, not including the other ones that have other general managers working with them. He was the number, number four, but technically number one out of all of our general managers. And he's five months in 20 years old, sun up to sun down. He's, he's, he's not just working. He's focused. There's a, there's a difference between showing up and actually being focused. I see a lot of, you know, unsuccessful individuals will show up and think they deserve success because they show up. How many yep. people just show up and play games all day? 80%? <laughs> yeah, yeah 80%. 80% of people just show up and play games and think, why am I not getting paid? Why don't the leads work? Why am I not? It's, it, the leads don't suck. The job doesn't suck. The career doesn't suck. The opportunity doesn't suck. You suck but you can't focus. You can't just shut up and focus. Shut up and focus on becoming a better person. Shut up and focus on making your calls. It's like when you get an entrepreneurship in 1099 and 100% commission, you do not get paid for the work you don't do. Yep. Right? So a lot of people, I don't know if that just goes over your head, and I hope this kind of sheds some light on you cuz Nate, are you an alien? No. No, you're a human being. If we yep. cut you open, you probably bleed bleed blood. Exactly. Human yep. blood, right? Yes, exactly. Sir. So uh, again, hope this adds some value to you guys out there. Whatever you're doing, whatever you're pursuing. You're not gonna get paid, you're not gonna get results if you don't focus. Cool? Yep. <clears throat> How long was that? I don't know. Reminded do <laughs> of her Elijah. Let's play the let's pull up the Elijah Shut clip.
1: Up. <laughs> Shut
0: up. No? No. All right, no Elijah clip. Oh yeah, you might have to tell them to edit that section out, huh? <laughs> ooh,
1: ooh,
0: ooh, 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 ooh. Uh awesome. So Nate, where are you from?
1: Uh Grand Junction, Colorado
0: grand jay yes sir let's go big dog out in the mountains yeah nothing out a there bit. And, your, and your parents they were high school sweethearts yep so we did this they're podcast before
1: divorce now but yeah
0: they're split up we did this before something happened where the podcast was lost so we're literally gonna have to go back through but i'm excited because we did this probably a month or two ago yeah and he's i mean his results i mean, your team's doubled you've doubled everything yep. everything's like doubling month over month and i guess it's Someone somewhat easier to do that when, when you're first starting out in business. But at the rate that he's doing it, it's, it's still respectable, and it's still really cool. I mean, he's one of the top top individuals in our, in our business. And even though we're smaller, it's still, I mean, he's, he's, you're gaining momentum. You know what I mean? So I'm excited to see where I've seen people lose it because I've, I've been uh, running this deal out here for two years, and I've seen maybe two or three other people in the same position, and, the, and they lose it because they just stopped doing the things that got them to 40000 50000 a month. Yeah. And that's, it's like you keep doing those things that got you there. But then you've got to start doing new things and doing better things and being yep. more disciplined on the things that got you there, that'll take you to a hundred thousand and then two hundred thousand. And then once you're doing four hundred, five hundred thousand a month, that's where you're starting to make eighty grand, sixty grand. In between that, that million dollar income. I like to let yeah. everybody know it's like, bro, if you don't have eighty three thousand three hundred and thirty three screenshot it on your phone and you and you desire to be a millionaire, it's like, what are you even chasing? Yeah. You don't even know like what you what need what it truly takes. Like yep. what it truly takes, right? So it's like Moving along very fast. You're from Grand Junction. What was growing up in G.J. like?
1: It was all right. I mean, it was just like a horse blinders. That's all it was. So it was like yeah. growing up. I mean, it was all right, but I mean, the, there's no potential there. There's no, like, opportunity. It's like oil fields, car sales, or you could, like, go to school to be a nurse or something. Who That's, was the richest
0: guy out there? Is that billionaire guy?
1: There's like, I think there's a couple billionaires out there, if Like, but they're kind of low-key. They don't like
0: and did they do it, and stuff. Did they do it from did they get out of GJ or they did it from GJ I'm
1: pretty sure they did it from Grand Junction there's a lot of oil field money there so okay. there's a lot of oil field money there's a couple of families down there that had did oil Did they take the oil the field money and
0: invest or what did they do Probably I'm okay. assuming
1: so I know one of my buddies his grandparents they uh, they did a oil they did a bunch of stuff in the oil and gas industry and then they I think they recently just sold all the companies and stuff but they're okay. loaded and then just like owners of like I think the dude that owns all the Taco Bells in Colorado lives in Junction
0: Okay. So I guess from, from GJ and being in such a limited area, what, like what inspired you to be so hungry from a young age? Cause you saved up a bunch of money, young age, you were working at a young age and I think you told me when we did this last, you were, were you doing some type of sales, something, or you're trying to sell stuff when you were real young?
1: Yeah, dude. I used to, I mean, I, I did like lawn mowing and stuff like that. I did like everyone yeah. in the neighborhood and that was when I was like nine years old yep. and then, I was just like my dad put up lemonade stands when I was little, so uh-huh. like even when I was four or five years old, I was selling lemonade. Like it was always just yeah. it was revolved around sales. We go to Mexico all the time; they have those flea markets. Yeah. At like eight years old, he was having me negotiate like on sunglasses and stuff like that with, uh, with a bunch of people, and then like the original price is like ten bucks for glasses. And yeah, yeah. Just had me negotiate to try and get them for five and stuff.
0: You just found out we're going to Mexico. So a company does an annual trip, just pretty much like any other sales company. They have conventions. But I would have to say from all the conventions I've seen other sales companies and industries do, I think
1: ours our trips look the coolest. Ten
0: X. You know what I mean? I feel like they look they look the coolest. Unless it's like maybe like a, a smaller for the size of people we take, yeah. It's really, really cool.
1: That's that confused me, dude. That was like hey, yeah. you I thought this was just areas. I didn't know it was all of American yeah. income. Yeah, life. it's
0: all of American income life. So it's, and it's I mean, you're talking about a thousand, two thousand people and it's it's really, really cool. And you get to pick people's brains. And honestly, it's it's really cool as well because it's like you get even more motivated, even five, six years in, and like I don't even feel like going this year and mainly because we didn't win so I don't I I, I'm such a sore loser like I was telling Simon yesterday I was gonna schedule like a like a fake tooth surgery and tell him I couldn't make it so but uh I yeah I coughed up coughed it up to him I was like brother I've never never lied to you and I don't want to start now so I'm not gonna schedule it (laughs) um but I I hate like I I don't want to do anything if we're not if we're not winning but Mexico is cool and it's, I think, just relating back to actually some of these sales companies just do weird, weird conventions and things like that. Or really, you know what I mean? They go to like Chuck E. Cheese, and it's like, yeah. 100 adults or something. But we go to Mexico. We go to Hawaii next year. I love the. We do. I like the Vegas ones because yeah. it's it's a simple flight. It's a three hour, four hour flight, not even from Chicago. Um, I don't know how long, Mexico. It's, can, not, it's that not that bad. That, it yeah, it won't like be that Four bad.
1: hours when the company sent me last time. Yeah,
0: it it ain't that bad. So I'm uh I'm excited for that. Um, this will be your first trip. It'll be cool. Mm-mm. Your uh, first convention, yeah, yep. But you went to Mexico also. Yeah, like your first or second month. you sent
1: me to Mexico my, after my first month. Yeah,
0: but. yep. Now i was more of a local. That was just through our agency, but that was dope. Um, so your parents, when did they split up?
1: I think I was like four, four, probably five, yeah, something like that.
0: But you stayed tight knit yeah, with your family, both of them, real tight knit. And uh, you know, how did that kind of affect you? I guess growing up,
1: it was tough, just like average kid stuff. So like. I mean, you have baseball. Like, there's just always two people to go to. So yeah. it's like, you finish baseball. You got two people. Like, you, you can't just go to. It, it's just hard. I always just, love
0: when you tell me you have to split the time evenly, or 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 they'll kind of. Yeah, it you was know, always. On yeah, I mean, it
1: was always yeah. Just like they both wanted as much time with us as possible. So it was like.
0: Do you go every other year for Christmas, or do you do like a couple days with one before? Like, who do you do Christmas Day with? Is it we split it the they, whole day? You yeah, split. Yep. Okay.
1: So we go like mornings with my dad because my little brother's like four, and then mm-hmm. we usually go afterwards to my mom's. Well, now we got Mariah here, too, so then we have to go to all her families down there, so it's yeah. complicated this is she, year. She's sure. GJ. Yep.
0: Okay, so now to, do, does your mom ever get mad that you don't do mornings with her? Nah. Okay, she's, she's they're cool, all Yeah, they're all pretty, yeah. pretty cool now. What's the, what's the best food your mom cooks? I'm really hungry right cinnamon now. Cinnamon so. rolls. Cinnamon rolls? Dude, she hooks it up. Bro, what, were you, I don't know, cinnamon rolls is like one of my favorite, like... Favorite, favorite. Dude, if you like, like, like it,
1: Mariah got the recipe. I'll have her make some. It's in our fridge right now. She made it the other day. For real? And I forgot to bring yeah, it bro, the I'm surprised
0: Aliyah didn't say something because I, I absolutely am. But I'm weird with like desserts. I yeah. like them like half cooked.
1: Really? Oh, yeah. I like, like doughy and you stuff. Like, at least like dough, too. like in
0: the center. You know me what I mean? I don't want to like, like a grandma-styled like dessert where it's just hard
1: and crunchy. Yeah. Like my grandma was always like, make it crunchy. You know what I mean? I'm like, dude, like, <laughs> dude, like I hate crunchy toast-wise,
0: meat. she's like, make it black. And I'm like, that's disgusting.
1: Yeah, the <laughs> little squares you get, the Nestle squares or whatever that you can put in just like the oven or whatever. Yeah. They still have the square shape when like Mariah takes them out. Because I make her take yeah. them out, dude, they're straight dough in the middle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that's like, the best. And I then put all the coast. ice,
0: like take all the icing and put it just on one. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So growing up, you're getting into middle school, getting into high school. What did life start to look like middle school, high school-wise?
1: Uh, I actually started working like in middle school, dude. I was like sixth, seventh grade. I think I started washing cars on the lot. Yeah. So like I just worked at the dealership and, uh, they I just washed cars. I took like this 1950s Ram 1500 or whatever it was and no power steering. And it had a big, uh, tank in the back with a bunch of water and yeah. hand washed. It's crazy cars. how
0: similar you are to Brody. It just, this is just clicking now, but he detailed cars pretty really? much. At a young age, because his brother owns a wheel shop. Oh, nice. I don't know if I've ever showed you. Uh, his brother's got a, a sick collection too, Ferraris really? and different things like that.
1: I've only seen Brody's. But that's crazy.
0: He, he's kind of like the Hamilton collection. Oh shit! I don't think they're on that big of like the that big of a scale, but they're, yeah. they're similar for Pittsburgh. I mean, he does all the Steelers, a lot of other athletes. Oh, he, he, as well. he still does it. He does the wheels for them. Damn. Yeah, he does. Yeah, so he does. Uh, G- I think it's Giovanna Wheels. That they Dude, do that's mainly. what I have on my car. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I see. I took a picture of those actually. Really? Once. Yeah. I don't know, maybe when you like first started I sent it to uh sent it to him. Dude, so that's, that's sick. what he mainly does. Yeah, the, the Giovanna wheels and and I'll get them like uh if you ever get more wheels or anything like yeah. that, I can get them for like ba- like the like he's not even going to no like No it. it's not a bass markup. Yeah, no.
1: I'll get some on my SUV if you have like if you get a better deal, I'll get some on my SUV. Yeah,
0: yeah, we can, get, we, can we can definitely look at some though. He always hooks it up. So um ships them out and everything. It's dope. So Get you're your working you're your detailing cars, hand washing cars, and then when did you actually get into car sales? Did you do anything the before day that? I
1: turned 18. Yeah, they transitioned me. My dad transitioned me into like doing all the online stuff. So I ran like inventory, inventory, all Craigslist ads. I did like the lot walks and stuff. Basically, just whatever yeah. um, kept like the the owner and my dad wanted me to do. I, they just they were like it was like just do this, do this, do this. So they kept me busy. And then the day I turned 18, I well actually I was like the day I I don't even know how to technically say but I was probably uh, my birthday is on the 19th and I sold my first car on like the 17th because I had taken it up to help a customer or to help like a salesman because he was busy. And I ended up selling the car and then I, I passed my test like that next day.
0: What would you say is like, what are some of the differences between like the sales process of selling a car and selling life insurance?
1: Cars, it's like a lot more. I mean, you could sell seven policies in a day, so yeah. it's like just you can just boom, boom, ten policies, twenty. Yeah, it's all virtual, so you got to think like thirty minutes a average Zoom sit, thirty minutes to an hour. You have twelve hours in a day if you yeah. plan your day out right. You could get twelve and make the same amount like per deal. Yeah, but cars, it's like I think I set the daily record at uh, the car dealership. I did five cars in one day. Yeah, like my head was spinning, and it was everything lined up perfectly. Like I had. Two of them pre approved the day before, and they already drove the vehicle. They're just coming to sign paperwork. Yeah. Um, And then I had like three or four other I wish we deals could do something up.
0: like that with life insurance, like the puppy
1: dog clothes. Take it home. Yeah. You know, take exactly. it home for an hour. Take it home for a day. Try it out. You know what I mean? But with life insurance, like, how that's, the fuck are you going to try it out? That's the only hard part. That I was going to say, if I had to compare the two, it's like there's nothing tangible. Yeah. So it's like,
0: hey, go get in a bad car accident and have a near death experience. Yeah. Try it out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Go uh, Go get to a terminal illness. Go. Yeah. Have. Go. Go. Uh,
0: Go hang out with Justin and uh, go to the Trump Tower. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just go jump off the Trump Tower.
0: <laughs> Try it out. So you sell your you start selling cars. The difference between the two, and I'm more curious in regard to. I think I'll, I'll when I when I recruit bring people into the business or talk to people even outside of the business, and uh, they're in sales. I'm like, oh, I can yeah. probably for sure sell life insurance. I'm like, there's just something a little bit different than life insurance. When yeah. you're when you're selling insurance versus selling like other products, especially if they're tangible, because I could think of when I'm selling cars like. I don't know how much outreach you guys are doing, but I I know it's like even myself going and looking at lots. Like people are, nobody walks very rarely. Do you have anybody walk into the building and say, I've been looking for life insurance? No, never. You know what I mean? I'd like to check a policy out.
1: I, I upped the, um, fire extinguisher guy. I talked to him for a little bit. Yeah. 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 He was like, well, I have it through work. And I was like, Ooh, do you? And I just started going in on him. Yeah. But I gave him my card.
0: That's solid. That's real solid. I, uh, started talking to starly about the fire extinguishers and i'm like not worried you call me you're like hey you're checking this thing out and i'm like letting her know it's like make sure you let the landlord know and the landlord or somebody got back to her and said it was our responsibility and i'm like oh shit. <laughs> dude, so, well
1: i just i was like i don't want to get tristan in trouble because osha yeah. dude or like back at my old work dude same shit yeah. like there's lifts like car lifts yeah hadn't been serviced in like 2010 osha would come by we'd like lock everything and be like no nope, yeah. nothing's back there <laughs> it yeah. was terrible dude
0: yeah, dude. Uh so I don't know, did we order fire extinguishers? I'm waiting for Eric to send me the number for Okay. To have to go through. Okay, cool. So yeah, I guess I guess they don't know that we know how to use water. That's the best fire extinguisher. We'll yeah, know. exactly. We'll throw some Why water, water on. Fire it. Bro, when you had said it, I was like, "Fuck, dude, is there a fire over there they can't put out?" Oh god. No, I you had said I it like so I subtly. Said it dumb,
1: yeah. He was like, I was like, "Oh god." He called things me "There's like, so a fire."
0: It's and it's like he's like basically just above whispering. He's like, "Tristan, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like, do you have fire extinguishers? I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like, thinking to my head, what the fuck is this kid? Want, dude? I'm like, he's like, OK, well, we need to find fire extinguishers. I'm like, oh, shit, dude, I'm about to have to tell Starley to go put this fire out. Nah. <laughs> I'm about to text Starley like, hey, dog. It's your time. It, it was <laughs> one
1: of those awkward ones, dude. They're staring at me. So is he coming? And I'm like, I... like I just walked away. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> like, <laughs> get the fire extinguisher. Well, I was trying to just like show them. So I thought they, was, I didn't know if it was state investigators that are like, yo, get we're, the fire extinguisher.
0: We're going to have to get Starly a Smokey the Bear costume. <laughs> 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 <Just> <laughs> Smokey the Starly. Yep. So that's the next thing on our agenda. So you got an I-8. When did you get a BMW I-8?
1: I think it was like right after six months after april of what 21 or 2020 april of 21 i think
0: so how old were you 18? 18 18 yep. 18 years old You're driving an i8 who all had i8s at 18 and and uh grand no, junction
1: not even close no way
0: nobody anybody Lan- had diesel a- trucks anybody out there like was there a car scene at all usually yeah. there's like a, a cars and coffee it,
1: it's like a it's like a 2015 wrx's with like yeah straight piped and that's so it
0: nobody had any lambos
1: Joseph, I think his name was Joseph Nunez. He owned like a CBD company. He had like a Huracan. Brad, he owned a bike shop. He's actually good friends with my uncle, and I knew the guy pretty personal on, like, yeah. on a personal level. And it's my aunt's neighbor. He had a Ferrari like 488. Yeah. And then a Porsche GT3 RS. Yeah. And then honestly, bro, that was probably it. And a lot of people had fast cars there, just not expensive ones, like stupid fast cars. Like they would build drag cars to go on the roads is yeah crazy they'd be yeah like uh oh they take old ass cars and then just like put 20 grand into building them and then they shoot flames and just, yeah it's pretty well right, you know
0: what that's actually i think like those like that 60 to 70 style like mm-hmm. uh challenger charger Yep. i would like to greg has something that i really like an old body let me show you this picture He he has something i really like and i couldn't tell you what it is but i like that like um duke's a hazard type of
1: yeah like a 19 i think that's whatever the hell price. that is in there like dom from fast and furious do those yes
0: shit like that i really like shit like that a lot my pops has a 6- i think it's a chevelle and ss
1: my pops has a sixty four and a half mustang
0: yeah see mm-hmm. stuff like that i really like that what's your favorite car dream car
1: definitely allow- i mean I, I, just, I don't know i like mclaren's like a I uh, probably like the Senna. Yes, yeah, this is a Chevelle. That was my mom's first car. She had a Chevelle. Yeah, this and it was light blue sweet. with the white racing stripes.
0: Yeah, this thing's sweet.
1: I think hers is like a sixty-nine, seventy-two, something like that. She had a, or no, wait, like hers. No, hers is definitely a Chevelle.
0: He did the interior on it too. It's pretty sweet. Those cars are sick, dude. So wh- you said uh, a Senna, I McLaren, don't know,
1: I that, or like a, I mean, like a Pugani or something. Yeah, for I sure. mean, you know, I can't pronounce the car that I like, but. Kunseg? Yeah. <laughs> what do you
0: say? <laughs> Konegseg? Kinegse-
1: Konegseg? Yeah,
0: Konegseg. I don't know. I saw it in that movie, Need for Speed, bro, and I fell in love ever since. 2014, I think that movie came out. Yeah, Need those things speed. are stupid. Stupid expensive. Yeah. I just saw the new Bugatti, is it Chiron or? Sharron I think. Chiron. yeah. One of them just sold for like 10.2.
1: I couldn't even imagine yeah, buying no. a car like that, dude. Yeah. There's no way.
0: That's insane. Like imagine like telling somebody like
1: You can get some sick houses for that.
0: Right? Like imagine telling somebody that has like a hundred thousand dollar house that's like, hey, my car's worth a hundred of your houses. My car
1: is your the brakes on my brakes on my car is the same price as your house.
0: As your house. The service on some of these cars? what's the how's the service? I mean, the service on
1: your door, they want two grand. Two grand and it's back ordered from Germany for six months. Right? Yeah. Holy I'm like shit. I, I don't even know what to do, but like, I was looking at a McLaren before I moved out here, and yeah. I went to Denver, and I was kind of, like, going through. I had sat down, started it. Like, it was perfect, dude. It was, like, a 2016 570S or something. Yeah. They only wanted, like, 149 for it. So, it was, yeah. like, a super good deal. And uh dude was trying to, like, one-up me. He was just like, oh, dude, this is no service cost whatsoever. It's just it's the same as your car same as your car But never would tell me a price
0: so when somebody's trying to sell you a car and you having so much car sales experience yeah. how like do you, just, how long do you tolerate the bullshit?
1: i just look at them I, like the whole time because i think it's funny
0: do you ever let like when do you let them know that you have a lot of car experience
1: they know like just off stuff i've been saying like i, I mean i talk to them in like finance terms so like, yeah. well, obviously you guys are what's your rates now i mean they were 2.9 obviously now they're 6.9 because rates are going up what's the lowest rate you can get and then he's like they kind of get thrown off by just questions i ask yeah um and then i mean that's really it i'll ask them what banks they use and stuff like that so then they are they automatically know that um pretty much i went and looked at a g wagon the other day did i tell you that no what the, dude g- there's a free on the windshield it's like a newer g wagon and i was actually i'd consider it like it was yeah. not bad i don't I just trade in my SUV right now for that one. There's a rust spot on, like, the windshield frame, like, that big. Just rust, and it's, like, a new G-Wagon.
0: Yeah. So what did they have it at?
1: Uh, it was only 88. It was a 15 G-Wagon. Oh, okay. It was gold. It was sick. Was it what, uh, Was it the G63, or? Bro, honestly, I don't know that much about them. I, I know I want one, but I haven't done any research. Yeah, on the body styles. I know Brody... Talks to me about it. He's like, I oh,
0: can never get that type. You gotta get this type, and I'm like, holy shit.
1: I I never know anything. I'm looking for that picture, dude. I can't even. I wouldn't. I couldn't even believe they were advertising it, dude.
0: That's Greg's interior. In
1: his what?
0: In, in the, the Chevelle.
1: Chevelle. That's pretty sick. Look He's the, got a car collection.
0: Yeah, look at that shift thing, though. That looks. I've never seen nothing like that. I think that's in
1: what is. What cars are those in? I think that's what like was a, in that car in Fast and Furious. That's maybe be I Oh, Probably him. in a tractor. <laughs> Looks like like it's from a jet. Yeah, dude, I had it somewhere, but I could not even believe that they advertised it. Oh, there it is, dude! Look at that.
0: Oh my god. Yeah. Holy shit! Now is that a rust spot? Yeah, I guess it yeah, that is rust. rust,
1: dude. That's under the paint rust.
0: Oh god,
1: it was terrible. And like,
0: how do you, how much to fix that?
1: I don't know. That's every car. Oh, we'll, we'll look at that. We'll look at that. Just make sure you like how it drives. It's like, yeah, you can't fix rust, dude. Once it's rusted, you're screwed. Yeah.
0: Fuck that. So let's get into you're selling cars. It's going well. You're crushing records. You're making Mm -hmm. a bunch of money, saving a bunch of money, putting a bunch of money away. And then how long are you doing that?
1: Two years, like pretty much exactly two years
0: until you're two years in but you were j- you're 2 years in and you're starting to think man I'm I'm capped off yeah. and I want to do more. Mm-hmm. When did you start having those thoughts and do you, do you remember why?
1: Dude it was just like repetition is too easy at a, at a certain point like mm-hmm. probably how you got with insurance like yeah. when you were selling is like dude this is too easy I just walk in and just yeah collect money. checks yeah. yeah collect checks that's all it was and I mean someone would come on the lot and then it, it would just be one after another it never stopped and then yeah. I was like all right, this is kind of getting boring. And then I started like looking around and I'm like, all right, well, that manager's 400 pounds and like he's just 50 years old, yeah. and talks about how he hates everything. Like <laughs> he's so unhappy. And then you got like the owner that's constantly stressed because like we're not selling enough cars. You got so much like crazy stress involved. Like no, there was nothing to like be excited about. Yeah. So like I was going into finance at the dealership, but it was like, I was I was gonna end up taking like probably a pay cut, honestly. Yeah to go into finance. And I just looked at like the, like people were miserable. Even my dad that ran the store, he was like, dude, there's so much pressure on those guys. And like, it's just nonstop. Cause like, you got to think you sell a policy. It's good. It's done. You don't really have to do nothing with it. Well, you sell a car. It's got to get funded by the bank. So the bank actually has to accept the deal. After you deliver the car, you're basically just loaning them the car until the deal gets accepted by the bank. You have to turn in proof of income, proof of residency, proof of this, proof of that. Banks threaten to cut you if you like did something to their income. Then you have fourteen salesmen coming into your office trying to sell more cars. And then you have, um, once you sell the car, hey, my brakes are squeaking. Hey, my engine just blew up. Hey, I drove three hours and my wheel fell off. So it's like you have a big day, like a fourteen car day, financing's messed up, paperwork's messed up on half the deals. You got just a hundred thousand things going on at all times. So like my dad's days off weren't days off growing up. Like he was just he always obviously made the he was at every game every everything but he always like dude just call after call after call after call and it was i was like i don't know i ended up looking at it i was like dude there's got to be something better i was looking at that i mean i was on track to make like probably 200 grand that year it was that's what it calculated out to because i stopped in like july yeah um and it was whatever uh i just looked at it and i was like dude i want to be a millionaire i know that and i know at the rate i'm going it's going to take me what five years if I was making 200 grand it's gonna take me five years but that's like like slavery you said no one came out here like to help you when you're looking Uh, I dude I was you couldn't I would up four people at a time like I would I was every the minute someone pulled in I was at their door opening their door for them yeah and like walking around and then send them on a test drive up someone else get a phone up do that get an internet lead call them schedule appointment I was just like Constantly running, dude. I averaged 25,000 steps for the year of 2021 today day.
0: Did they, did people ever tell you, like, like your other um sales reps, they ever saying Hey, Nate, save some for us? Yeah,
1: but then it was like, I was like, they didn't, they never, they'd say that, but they just want to go take the up. Yeah, I was were. like, they would wait until the people went and looked at a car and then it came and asked for help. Then that's when they would help. Yeah, and I was just opposite. I, well, I wouldn't let that happen. I'm like, I'm going to sell each and every one of these. So it was like, Yeah, they didn't really have, they were just, I just exactly a lot of them are old so they're just old guys are just like uh you know what I don't you're good take it but we took turns but no one would do anything yeah you got to think comfortable income 60 80 grand a year they're all making that selling 5 10 cars a month they don't have to go out and do anything special it's like one policy a week two policies a week so you
0: start to have these thoughts in regard to like wanting something more and better Mm -hmm. for yourself and then how's that meet with the, the life insurance how'd that bring you here
1: well, my buddy was out here working, and he would, I, I mean, I saw it on social media, and I was like, hmm, that doesn't look bad. And then I think I saw a couple income reports, some Instagrams. I was like, look, dude, I was looking at Arius's page and uh, Arius, your Instagram page for a while, and I had, a, like, not a clear understanding of everything. And then I was like, well, might as well go figure out more and see what else is out there. Yeah. Um, And then I came out here. You're like, you showed me a 1099 for 2.6 mil. Or I'm pretty sure that's exactly what yeah. it was, right? yeah. Rob is like on pace to make like five hundred thousand and I'm like, Well, he's twenty two. We put in the same amount of time. Yeah. Like, I'm only doing two hundred and he's doing five hundred, obviously. And then I looked at all the I, I just got the idea on everything. It was when I came out here and got told like the long term vision, things like yeah. that, it it started to like get in my head more. It's like, All right, this is the move. Residual income, making I mean you can just make so much more money here that it's I was like, Caps, like you said, just yeah. I set every record in did what I did income wise. And I wasn't happy with that. So
0: now with that, with that said, so you, you make the decision to come out here. Mm-hmm. You come out for like a couple of weeks. first. Yep.
1: I was like four days, four days, like four days. Yep.
0: And then how quickly did you get back
1: here? Yeah. It was dude, I, well, I did like a week of like, let's think, let's get a real idea of what I'm going to do. Yeah. And then I wanted everyone's thoughts. I was like, you know, dude, if I'm moving across the country and like just stopping everything i might as well just make sure that uh um it's the right move so i i did like a lot more thinking and then i s- decided sunday i was gonna do it monday i passed my test tuesday i rented out my house uh wednesday i figured everything out and then bounced thursday it's like four days from when i decided it's like a week and a half
0: when'd you get here F- permanently mm. october
1: it was like end of september
0: end of september so, end of September, October, and then what did that first month look like for you? What was your day-to-day looking like?
1: I just ate it. I mean, realistically, gym at early in the morning. We did body and then reading stuff. So it was like a whole new thing for me because, like, you don't do that in car sales. Like, all yeah. those cars, they they just go home and drink beer and, yeah, like, talk have barbecues. Yeah. And they don't – I still went to the gym and stuff. There's another guy there. He was, like, my big brother, and he went to the gym a lot. So, I got into the gym there, but – no such thing as like mind body spirit it's like coming out here getting introduced to that it was like all right i like this culture like it's definitely a lot more like i see tristan hyped up all the time like that animosity everything's like crazy about it and that's just not what it was like at Mm -hmm. the car dealership because it was uh just old guys that were like like i just they didn't like what they did they were probably unhappy with what they were doing and i saw how it was out here and i was like yeah as soon as i got out here i was uh I mean, going to the gym, 8 a.m., 9 p.m., uh, trying to build a team. I was trying to get the ropes on everything, too, because it's like I just took everything you say. You're like, yo, build a team. Like, build a team ASAP. So I was like, well, I know i got to build a team. So, like, I was trying to sell insurance and build a team. Yeah, It's pretty easy. People overcomplicated it, I think. Yeah, but it's, it's like, like three big things right there. It's like yeah.
0: you personally become a better human being, mm-hmm. mentally, physically, spiritually. Secondly, go out and sell some insurance. Mm-hmm. So just call call the leads, network, do what you can to sell the product. We sell money. And thirdly, recruit other people to come make money by selling money. Yeah, It's like, I don't, I don't think there's much else. People like you said, it's oh, like, how are you overcomplicating something so simple? Yeah. And I really think people overcomplicate, not because they do it intentionally, but I think subconsciously people just, they're, they're not even unfra- afraid to work. They're uncomfortable yeah. with doing the focused work. So they just, their mind uh, procrastinates mm-hmm. and then that's where they lead into well i got to do training and i've got to do this and i've got to organize and i've got to like just shut up and call just shut up and go drive around and go ask people do you want an opportunity to make more money that's all i did literally <laughs> and then if you can it's it's one thing to do it but now the true measurement of success and you'll hear me and simon say this it's not going to be how you did these last, we'll call these months. These last four games. Yeah. But the true measurement of success, and so um, the true test of greatness, is what Jim Trussell says. He says the true test of greatness is consistency, the hallmark yeah. of excellence. The true test of greatness is consistency. How yeah. can? Because a lot of people can can get to a level and get to another level and get to another level, but how consistent how can you can be? You stay there? Yep. How long can you stay there? And 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 I love how. You know another analogy, and just other ways, is like success, love, loyalty, anything great in life, it's it's built in droplets, mm-hmm. but it's lost in buckets. It takes years to get the millions and to get greatness and to get to to build a name that's respectable. But how many people do you know that have built up some type of level of success and they lost it like overnight? Yeah, right. So it's like it's that's why it's so important. People are like, you know, they they make fun or different things like that of the simplicity of the insurance industry, or. Even just self-development of the mm-hmm. significant amount of reading and the Proverbs and, and praying and, and different things like that to become a better human. It's like, uh, you laugh now, but you know, 10 years from now when you have a failed marriage or 10 years from now yeah. when you, you're obese, 10 years from now where you're, you're broke and you're still unhappy, still in the same place, still doing the same things, still in the same circle, while, while, while the individuals around me, myself, are getting better and better and better and better in every aspect of life. What do you, which which yeah. one would you prefer? Right. So I love all that. So your day to day, your first month, then your second month, you start to pick up some traction. You take a trip your second month or your third? Yeah,
1: it was my second month in.
0: Second month in. So how'd you win the trip?
1: I was like a top four first six agent. Yeah. All the various. Yep.
0: And so how much would you would you do? You sold like what? 17,000, 20,000, 21,000 for the week, for the month, for the month. Okay, cool. So twenty one thousand dollars of personal production. So you made ten twelve grand off your own pen. And how much belief did it give yourself getting into a company where we build up the recruiting? But you mm-hmm. saw all the money you made off your own pen. Sound, how much yep. more belief did that give you?
1: Quite a bit. I right. mean, you obviously hear a bunch of people talking and stuff. That's like right when you start like having some level of success. You got thirty people talking to you, being like just saying stuff. But then yeah, it was a little bit of a shock coming over from like personal business to like building a team to. I don't know. It's just every single day is like a new, a day. new, yeah, something. You're how much stuff new, do you feel like
0: you've crammed into your mind over the last four or five ton, months? A ton,
1: dude. ton.
0: Like five months ago, everything you know now compared to what you knew five months ago, how, what's that, what's that gap look like?
1: Stupid, dude. It's right, so much, bro? Yeah. Isn't that ton. crazy?
0: Cause like you start, you start out looking at the E app, like what the fuck is this? Yeah. Looking at like all the medical questions and like not understanding anything. It's like, you know what I mean? I was it's getting like, pissed, dude. Right? Looking at everything. It's like, you know have you ever been arrested you know <laughs> what medications do you take uh, yeah. filling out the uh the medication addendums and different questionnaires and everything it's like oh my god when i first all of started, that dude, the I rate book so all so the products
1: they're like well just do it like they dude i was like getting frustrated like i was trying to do the e-app i remember i was like on the e-app justin's like yeah like pause so i'd mute the phone and then he would tell me th- he would be talking for 20 seconds and then yeah. i'd be like i'd go to say and be like what would you say? And then I'd be like, what do I do? Like, And then all those that.
0: questions and all that frustration you had then that you don't have yeah. now, what's it like on the other side of it now leading a team of 10 too. or 12 people that just freak out, like,
1: Nate, what do I do? What do I say?
0: And yeah. then like, looking at a and computer. And then I
1: forget that I've been in that same spot. I'm like, dude, just say this. And then they're like, say what? And you're like, oh, my God. And then you have to take the phone yeah. and close the deal for them. And then they're like, yeah. It's, it's funny. I, that, I think that's like really what did it for me is like you get a leadership so young here. It's like, I I mean, to be like a general manager of a cardio ship, you got to be like 40 years old. Yeah. And it's like, then you finally get looked at as like a manager and like of authority and stuff like that. But here it's like, dude, my first day I was leading someone. Yeah. My first weekend I had people on my team, my first month and I had two or three codes and it was yeah. like, Oh my God, dude, I'm building a team. And then now it's just like, we got to duplicate everything.
0: Yeah. And and so where did you go for the trip? Where you guys went to Cabo. Mexico? Cabo. So I, what was that trip like? Sick, dude. Sick. Sick. Yeah. You guys got Food, red bottoms. Everything. Yep. What was the best part of the trip?
1: Probably just being able to like talk to all those guys. Like not we the, see them on the agency. Not meetings the Mexican and stuff like the gangsters
0: that. almost attacking you guys at the club. Nah, that was not cool. That was <laughs> not good. no bueno. No bueno, dude. That was
1: terrible. I've never seen anything like. It. And then, dude, you walk into the bathroom, and I've. That's Mexico, for sure. I walk into the bathroom, and there's just, like, a concession stand for cocaine. Like, a dude just sitting there. He has, like, different boxes and stuff. And I'm like, look, he's got a ponytail, and he's, like, this. And I'm like, "Eh, cocaína, señor. Yeah, I'm like, I'm okay. Thank you. (laughs) No (laughs) gracias. Their their bathrooms have, like, you can't get it. They're, like, private rooms for bathrooms in the bathroom. Wow. So it was, like, obviously. And there kept being, like, two people that go in and come out and stuff. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. They're just all doing cocaine in here yeah that
0: was crazy that's insane so y- you get back from that trip it's probably what october november 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 20 like something so december you start to pick up the pace trying to yep. teams picking up the pace for the most part it's christmas there's mm-hmm. people are coming off thanksgiving you're zoned in you're locked in you're working fly back for a day with the family what was what was being back around the family after being two three months committed here like what what was that all like
1: it's weird, dude. It just it felt off. It was like, geez, dude, this is because at that point in time, like your body transitioned out here. And I was yeah. like, well, this is now my home. And like going out there, I just felt uncomfortable. Like, yeah. I'd never lived. And here. when you
0: first start and you and you get away from the business, mm-hmm. there's a there's like a burning hole of like, oh, my God, I'm behind. I'm behind. I'm behind. Mm-hmm. What if everything falls apart? What if everything yeah. falls apart? What if my old team quits? Like all of those. Like, what if everything just all my business falls off? And uh, just different things that contribute to little anxieties when you're when yep. you first first start out. But you get back. January's got to be your best month. It's got to be a record month for you guys. Yeah, for sure. Right. It so crazy.
1: Well, yeah, I didn't even expect that. I was like, guys, we just got to do whatever we can to get to like 10k a week. That's who is it.
0: the top producer on your team for the month?
1: It's between Alina and Dakota.
0: Alina, and Dakota. So, I think so. you got to make sure you do do a lunch or That's something I'm, with I'm them. Take them to a nice dinner yeah. before they leave. Dope, dope. And then they got to double up this month, and then you got to make everybody compete. Yeah. Who's going to beat Alina and Dakota, the king and queen of of AOP for for the Fromm organization? Who is yep. going to beat these guys in February? 100%. Competitions, at like
1: five six bands, dude.
0: So, so I'd be putting pressure on them and be like, "Dang Dakota, you know what I mean? Get everybody yeah. competing in a healthy manner." But I think you can push the threshold of like, "Hey, you guys got to compete." Like I I try to, encourage you know you and Brandon competing. I think Brandon. I think they got you a little bit this month in the ALP. So we're gonna see February, what happens. Um, And I feel like codes wise now, code you should have had the the five.
1: Yeah, I did have. Technically, you had five.
0: One got stuck under Justin. I had
1: five, except I had two keepers in ALP. Okay, I won that. That's why I said that in the group chat. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yep, yep. So I'm
1: giving to to Justin.
0: So and I'm excited to see. What do you guys think you'll do February?
1: we're going to push for this at least a little bit more than what we did yeah
0: growth every month minimum yeah. more codes more leaders more alp mm-hmm. more always more
1: we're expecting a lot more codes this month too
0: you think anybody you think you'll be number one mga again yeah for
1: sure let i think we got the army to do and we're all yeah. focused and stuff like that just trying to figure out not like,
0: worried about anybody and mm-hmm. any of the other mgas
1: I think you lit a fire under their ass, though. So that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> <This thing>. yeah. <laughs> you, uh, they still, they see those numbers like, holy shit. I, I what is Nate's team doing? That and then yeah, you're, uh, and then you'll have people like Brandon and just have excuses. I'm a good instigator. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that's
0: a, I think that's a good thing, Dude, for so a leader. I don't think you're going to be able to lead successfully if you. Can. I think instigating is a skill. Yeah. That you can use positively or negatively. Dude, because if you can mean, instigate, you you can you can manipulate in a healthy and positive way. And pull greatness out of people.
1: Rob should have dropped like a hundred thousand last month for what Justin was doing. And I like it always. I feel like people just like fucking hate me now because it's like that one. I forget it was like the audio you said in the group that four months and you're screaming at the phone. Yeah, I'd be humiliated. I'm just like, oh god. I knew you'd be listening to it all awkward.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I knew you'd be. Yeah, you'll have that, bro. To this day, I'm still hated because Simon's always like youngest. He's the youngest. He's the youngest. And even now. Even if people do more production than us, no one is is a SGA twenty one years old no. twenty. You know what I mean? So it's like it, there's different levels to this. Yeah. Like yes, you're beating people in high school, baby boy, but this but is the NFL. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like
1: well, plus your guys' numbers were stupid, stupid before you left. You guys yeah. were like probably crushing most MGAs. Well, or I we mean cru- SGA's.
0: SGA's. Yeah, we were up there, category one, over two hundred thousand a week and thirty five thousand dollar paycheck. T- third like. It was insane, dude. I didn't know what to do with the money, Jeez. and it's like right when they started to consistently come in. I'm talking 20. They're like, "Congratulations, you have been promoted to an owner." I'm like,
1: "Fuck," <laughs> You're like I don't want to. No, thank you. <laughs>
0: I was like, but I'm excited. You know what I mean? Everything's everything's uh, you know everything happens for a reason, and I know. And, and I told Simon when when the when the call went down, I was like, "Listen, you've gotten me to millionaire in the position that I'm in yeah. now." You know what I mean? So it's like from from 18 and having nothing parents incarcerated to being in a broken home house shot up and, and just being in a position where it's like i'm not the one that should be in the position i'm in right yeah. so it's like you led me and developed me in addition to my faith and my mom you led me to the position i'm at now 21 years old in three years three and a half years millionaire you know what, yeah. what i mean so it's like i'll follow you anywhere if this yep. and 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 another thing as well as being in a partnership i know with him being partnered with me He's, you know what I mean? He's just equally invested in yeah, the he's deal gonna, as well. Like, it's like, he has to make it work. He's got his name on it. People that are hyper rich, they never want to lose what? Money. They never want to lose money. Ever. So it's like, it's not like he's like, like going to make a decision. That's like, that's why I tell people when they, when they like question and and you don't question your leader verbally, you, you question your leader with your actions. Yeah. So it's like when I see people not doing what Simon says and, and it's, it's like, He's only gonna make. Stupid, yeah, yeah, it's like, bro. Like he he only wins if you win. Like a CEO mm-hmm. of a proper structure company only wins if if you win. Yeah. Right. You getting better, becoming better, and producing more results only helps him more. So it's like, you you not doing the job don't hurt him. He's straight. Yeah, he's it's still. Gonna hurt. He's still. Yeah, <laughs> he's straight. It's gonna it's gonna hurt you, and it's like it's not fair to yeah. you. So it's like I I get flabbergasted when I see people just like completely drop the ball. How are you that utterly just foolish yeah. to just to to be so foolish just simple as it is you know yep. what I mean it's like do the job do the work
1: um, but uh, uh, dude there's no like I couldn't even imagine the stress of being an owner like yeah. I couldn't even because you got to think like the constant stress of like what if he took it away from me like back, yeah. you're not making money come back to yeah yeah come back can be an RGA be yeah. a salesman yeah yeah does that you, ever cross your mind
0: that so I think of it's more so at, at it's more so not at the like it's not a demotion. now it's more so like being an owner it's more of like if you don't get the bills paid, you know what I mean, yeah. you go bankrupt, then you you it's in this position you'd self it. Like I like I would only fail if it was absolute bankruptcy of like it just obliterated. Yeah. So I'd probably have to file a bankruptcy and be I gotta be obliterated.
1: Were you beating all those other guys at like at your RGA yeah. level?
0: Yeah, me and Brody. We were doubling <laughs> everybody up essentially, you know, back.
1: Was it you and you were on your coder to Brody? Yeah, right? I was coded the to whole Brody. Time?
0: Yep. Oh, coder to Brody geez. the whole time, like this. And we still we'll, – we'll look at our numbers and our numbers together. Mm-hmm. If you look at – because I'm technically Brody's family tree. So if you yeah. add our numbers together, I mean, we, we double we double everybody up. You know what I mean? i so, seen that. That's crazy, dude. And I told – we were talking this morning. It's like these next five years are going to be a real eye-opener for a lot of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the momentum he's got going, the momentum we've got going. I mean, I, I, I bet between Brody and myself, we'll be doing a million dollars a week within the next three to five years.
1: That'll be insane, dude. You know what
0: I mean? And it's – you know a million dollars a week i mean you just did you're doing twenty thousand a week this this month so it's like you know we just get you know 25 more of you there's a million a week you know so it's like we're not that far off from doing it's not dude that's like the thing that i've always like and you get 25 more of you that's a million a week just yourself
1: so i've always thought about that because i was like well that's what when i first came out here i was like uh Do 30 K a week for six months, and you're three months, and you get to go to Arizona, and I was like, "Yeah, that doesn't seem hard." It's 30 people doing bare bare minimum. Yeah, I guess you got to get 30 people to do bare minimum,
0: bare minimum, bro. And it's like that's why like I get torn because like right like at the end of this month, I made everybody you know go get 4k, or they're going to take a demotion. And it's like I get torn between doing that, making people like forcing people to become Mm -hmm. intense. But like the more I look at it, I'm like, I'm not forcing anybody to do anything that's like you wouldn't do that I wouldn't do. But not even that that like. How the fuck are you going to survive you can't make two thousand dollars over a two-week span a thousand dollars a week yeah. in chicago dog yeah, there's no way. no bro like you gotta make money like you can't lead and represent a company that is built off of we're gonna help you make more money and you are broke yeah we got to make you make money you're either gonna 100%. make money or you're gonna be an agent but I, I try to find a balance of, like, if you're going to – if you agree to leadership, then you agree to let me hold you accountable to you got a right business and produce results. Yeah. But if you want to be an agent, do whatever you want to do. You want to work one hour a week, work one hour a month. Yeah. Do what you want to do. You're an agent.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: As soon as you agree to leadership, it's a whole other, like, pay, playing field. It's a whole other responsibility.
1: 100%. That's what I try to tell all my guys, too. That and
0: that's what we're going to do this year that's going to, like, 10x everybody's paychecks. It's like yeah. – I think you guys will be great. People like you will be grateful for it because it's like, we're not going to have weak ass promotions. Yeah. And you, you might be promoted now, but you'd be demoted tomorrow.
1: Yeah. You, know exactly. I mean? you can
0: lose it all in a second. We don't care what you did, who you brought in, who the fuck you think you are. Yeah. Peace, dog. We built this shit from the ground up. You right. know what I mean? The more shit you go through and the more you grow through, the more you kind of realize like, I can do this mm-hmm. with or without you. I'd love it to be with you.
1: Hundred percent dude.
0: But as soon as you stop producing and yeah. you start thinking shit is like sweet,
1: mm-hmm.
0: peace out, dog. Peace out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Peace out. You can you're be done. an agent. So man, this uh it's crazy to see how much you've accomplished and everything you've done in such a short amount of time. And and my heart and my gut tells me you're you're the one. You know what I mean? Out of the two or three of studs I've had pop out, I really feel like you're gonna stay humble enough. And humility I, I mean more so in re- not in regard to you thinking you're hot shit. More so I think humility reflects in like, I think it takes humility to get up and do the work yeah. every single day. I think that's just humility. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think discipline is the core foundation that leads into other characteristics such as humility and, and being loyal and, and, and not loyal to, to me, loyal to yourself. Yep. Like give, give an F about yourself, about how you look and, and how your mind is operating, how your business is, is growing. Kind of like the quote you shared this morning, it's like your business is a reflection of what you created or what you tolerate. You're tolerate. yep so it's like and i think it starts with you and your life and so it's like I've, I've got really high hopes in regard to it ain't gonna happen overnight i told you bro get ready for highs and lows of like being a business owner yeah <laughs> means green months and red months you know what yeah. i mean if if elon musk can lose billions of dollars my dog you're gonna lose a couple thousand in your process yep. and your climb to millions and the only way you make it hundreds of millions is by losing those yeah. millions. You know what I mean? So if you want to go to billionaire, be ready to lose hundreds of millions. And, and by losing, you shouldn't lose them all. But you're investing mm. back into your... You're not sitting on the money. It is what it is. Like, I, I was telling individuals the other day, it's like, the 1099 shows $2 million. But that money is all built into the business. You look around, it's like the office, the leads, and all of these these different things. Now you look at the equity in the back end of business, There's a there's a lot of money sitting there. But... Yeah. I don't know if everybody wants to to bear the cross that comes with the count because no. the crown looks sweet. Like, oh, my God, that life looks awesome. I yeah, want, want that. CEO, boss, manager. To to it's like, but then it's like we we promote people to a, a field trainer's position or a, a general field trainer's position. And they're out where it's the like field. <laughs> And it's like they think they're out the field and don't have to make any calls. Like, yeah. you were already making 100 calls a day. Now you're making three calls a week.
1: Yeah.
0: Why do you think you're broke, Timmy?
1: It's a scam.
0: Right, bro? Like, you are a scam. So it's crazy, dude. So what's, what's your 5, 10-year vision, bro? I know it's Arizona. Yeah. I know that's a piece of it. 100%.
1: Yeah, I just want to be a remote in Arizona.
0: Remote, build an office down in Arizona. Yep. Have a mega hub down there. Invest in the real estate.
1: Yep. That's it.
0: Anything else?
1: No, nah, that's it, dude. Yeah? I just want to... Yeah, definitely a big crib. Big in crib, Arizona, cars. A couple of vacation properties, stuff like that. and then Yeah. Just Airbnb those. And yeah, just I want to get into commercial real estate. Just as like on the side kind of thing, but um
0: you know what i'd like to see i'd like to see if you catch joey that'd be sick you know what i mean I'd like to see if you could catch joey and i've done the numbers and even even in a different scenario that they're mm-hmm. in with with the database they have it's like all you would need is just twice the codes that they yeah. that they get you know what i mean so it's like two to three times the codes is all you need so it's like last month i think he had 12 codes so you would you need to get 36 24 yeah. to 36 codes a month and i feel like if you do that for four or five six months that'd be game
1: over 100 percent. you guys
0: might neck to neck and i'd like to i'd like to see what you would do with twenty five thousand a week coming in dude that'd be stupid to see if like you still show up like he does and still be hungry to make does even he more show up so like every day still he, he
1: do not call or nothing like that no right?
0: he ain't sold he sold his first month from what he told me really yeah that's it first month but so did a lot of the greats like simon i believe sold a few months Marcus, I believe, was maybe a month, maybe a few months, but not like Tommy Vina, He's out here, similar pace that you're on, eighty thousand yeah. dollars, like by his sixth or seventh month, on on a P and P team, Jesus. but he only sold like a couple months. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's what I want to do. I'd like to see. It's like, are you still gonna be in the office grinding? Simon, seventeen years in. You know what I mean? Putting still goes fifteen, twenty million a year. Mm -hmm. 25 million a year on a 1099 roughly give or take like still showing up you know what i mean i still see that cat even if he's not in the office i still see him putting in eight to nine eight to nine eight to like even late late nights different things like that flying out here with family that's where you beat people like can you go if you can go 17 years you are for sure going to make millions of dollars every single Mm -hmm. year right everybody wants it to happen in 17 weeks yeah like what are you talking about dude time, that's baby. like talking about a 17-day six-pack that don't happen bro yeah. it's going to take 17 years yeah that's what it's going to take some it's going to take 1.7 years it's going to take some time for you to get good yep for you to get great so 100%. dope big dog i mean anything else on your mind any questions concerns nothing bro nothing anything excited you want to share
1: get... no excited to get going excited to just 10x